Letter twenty seven of the History of Lady Barton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The History of Lady Barton by Elizabeth Griffith. Letter twenty seven from Lady Barton to Miss Cleveland southfield thank heaven my dearest fanny i have at last escaped out of that worse than lion's den that detestable colonel walter's house on the day after i wrote last to you as the weather was remarkably fine for the season i insisted on lucy and harriet's going out to take the air and in order to harden myself for my removal i ventured into the room adjoining mine which is a very large and handsome library benson had told me that since the colonel went to dublin she had sometimes seen a beautiful little girl of four years old running about the house but that the child could not speak english and that the servants were extremely ill natured to the poor baby who used to weep when she could not make herself understood that she was perfectly engaging in her manner and seemed to take a liking to benson that she had inquired as much as was proper who the child belonged to and was constantly answered that they knew nothing more of her than that she was one of their master's importations upon this report i confess that i felt my relationship to dame eve very strongly and desired benson to bring the child to me the first opportunity she accordingly led her by the hand into the library on the day i have mentioned but the moment the child saw me she would have fled and exclaimed in french oh my papa will kill me i replied to her in her own language and assured her that no harm should happen to her she smiled upon me and asked was i a french woman if i was she would love me dearly for all the people in this place she said were cross and cruel except her poor mamma that she believed was dying then she hid her face with her little hands and burst into a passion of tears i need not tell you how i was affected she became instantly sensible of my tenderness and suffered benson to lead her to me and set her on my knee but though she leaned her head upon my neck and seemed pleased with my caresses i could perceive that fear predominated over every other sensation by her eyes being constantly directed to the door and her appearing alarmed at every noise i asked her where her mamma was she paused for a few moments and then replied i was not forbidden to tell that she is above stairs lying upon her bed and that bed is on the ground we don't lie so in france the innocence and sensibility of her remark quite overcame me she took my handkerchief and dried my eyes then said don't weep pray don't 
you don't sleep upon the ground nor any one else i believe except my poor mamma again i kissed the lovely little prattler i desired her to tell her mamma that i should be glad to see her she shook her head and said that was impossible for her mamma was too sick to come out of her room but if she were well she must not disobey her papa and he had commanded her never to stir out while she lived then said i my dear i will go up to her she answered quick no no that cannot be the servants would tell my papa i asked her would she carry a letter to her mamma she said yes i then asked her mamma's name and she answered to oliviet i instantly sat down and wrote in french which what follows madame de oliviet madame i have this day seen and conversed with your lovely daughter and from her innocent yet sensible discourse i have learnt that you are ill and unhappy i have reason to apprehend that the treatment you have received from a gentleman of this country may naturally prejudice you against all its inhabitants but let me assure you that humanity and justice are the real characteristics of this nation and that if you stand in need of either you may depend on meeting them in the highest degree both from our manners and our laws i beg leave now madame to offer you any assistance that is in the power of an individual of your own sex of some rank and consideration in this country who will esteem a very great happiness if she can be in any way serviceable to the injured or oppressed and who most solemnly assures you that whatever confidence you are pleased to repose in her shall never be made use of but to your own advantage as it is not curiosity but compassion that inclines her to interest herself in your concerns if you think an interview with the writer of this proper please to contrive the means and she will most readily concur with your design as she is possessed of the sincerest inclination though unknown to you to do everything that may be in her power for your service and is with great truth your unknown friend l barton the child carried away the billet and returned in less than ten minutes to tell me that her mamma has neither pen ink or paper but if i would be so good to have her have them she would write an answer immediately and in the meantime returned me a thousand thanks for the honour of my letter the dear little oliviet took my hand kissed it and said she was sure she should love me for she thought i had done her mamma good already i immediately furnished her with my own portfolio, which contained all the necessary implements for writing and waited not without some degree of impatience to have this mystery explained 
lucy and harriet returned from their airing soon after this adventure but i did not think it proper to mention the affair to them till i was more fully informed myself i heard nothing farther of the child or the mother till i retired into my bedchamber and then benson gave me a letter in french which i send you enclosed to lady barton madame no words can adequately express my sense of your goodness to me but my gratitude shall while i have life be poured forth in fervent prayers for your happiness this alas is the sole return that i can make to heaven or to you whose blessed instrument i am sure you are to speak peace and comfort to a dying wretch and smooth her passage from this veil of misery ah madame may you never know the transports i received from reading your dear letter they can only be felt by one equally unhappy with me if such another wretch there be on earth who long denied the blessings of society debarred even the power of speaking to be understood should have an angel come and utter the words of comfort and compassion forgive me madame but i cannot help considering you as a superior being sent to the relief of a misery like mine oh may you think so too and ease my last sad moments of their sharp pangs it is not for myself i plead but for my innocent my unoffending child receive a more than orphan to your care and my last sigh shall waft my thanks to heaven even the short story of my misfortunes is much too long for my weak hand to write but if you will permit me madame to throw myself at your feet when all the family are retired to rest and condescend to lend an ear to my sad tale i will relate it with the same truth and frankness as i would to my confessor you shall supply that solace long denied me and from your gracious lips i hope for absolution i have now no terms to keep with colonel walter the hour approaches that must dissolve all the engagements that ever were between us how he has fulfilled his part of them heaven and his own heart can tell but even in my death i would not wish to offend him and were there not a much dearer concern than my own life at stake i would conceal his unkindness to the last moment of my existence would suffer my wrongs to be buried with me and sleep forever in the silent grave but my olivia my lovely little babe pulls at my heart-strings and can i then decline the offer of your kindness and not strive to interest your compassion for her future fate impossible circumstance as i am the mother must prevail over every other tie i therefore again entreat the honour of being admitted to your presence this night i will come softly down the back stairs that join to the library and there wait till your woman shall conduct me to you in the meantime and ever 
allow me to subscribe myself with the most heartfelt gratitude your ladyship's most obliged and devoted servant olivia walter judge of my feelings at reading this letter by your own but though i know you will be displeased at my quitting the story here i must break off as the post is going out and i cannot send this without telling you that i have no remains of my late indisposition but weakness peace of mind and exercise will i hope soon restore my former strength to-morrow my fanny i will indulge you with the remainder of this affecting narrative till then adieu l barton end of letter twenty seven recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c